ladies and gentlemen, the people of Walmart are back. Oh, I'm sorry. The Conservative Daily is back on the air. And now your hosts, Max McGuire and Joe Walt. Welcome back. Second hour of the Conservative Daily podcast. Got to do a real quick fact check on ourselves. Earlier, I said that there were three Democrats who tested positive for COVID-19. There's five. It's now grown to five. Vaccinated people. Vaccinated. Yeah. They've tested positive. Well, because they don't want to go to jail. The Democrat caucus has now says they will no longer give us updates <laughs> on the number of them that test positive. Uh, they will no longer give us any updates on their medical history. If you go to my screen, Mr. Producer, Kamala Harris has said that she will not quarantine after meeting with the Texas Democrats infected with the coronavirus. She is now a super spreader herself. This is a super spreader event. Um I mean, it's unbelievable. Rules for thee, not for me. Isn't Kamala known for spreading? Oh, if viruses, if we viruses, if we weren't getting kicked off before, we certainly are now. (laughs) Here we go. So, uh, just to give everybody a little update on this, if you can text Freedom to eight nine five one seven, Freedom to eight nine five one seven, we will tell you when we go live. We are going live on Frank Speech uh, starting next week or this week, starting this week. And we want it's to be up on target. every platform. It, be, it better not be a moving target because I've given the word that we have to be up on Frank speech. So it should be really interesting. You can also follow me at Joe Oltman on Telegram. It's my favorite place right now, as well as me, we, and all of the other places. You can follow Max at Max McGuire. Although, Max, are you on Telegram? Do you have your own? Or you just I, am. Chat? I am. I, I was sick. You've been gone for a week. I've had deathly illness. Um, I had I had the RSV, not COVID, the other virus that's apparently going around Texas. HIV. Um, so I no RSV. No. Oh, yeah, um, RSV. RSV, <laughs> um, which is a which is a real virus. Um, uh, Fauci wouldn't have appreciated that joke whatsoever. Oh my um, gosh! So You're I've been me. holding down the fort, um, sick. So I haven't gone live on anything because I've been barely able to stop myself from coughing. So, um, but you're you're fine now. You're all good. Better now. Yeah, better, better now, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Before we get off the subject of the Democrats who tested positive, I just want to show you how they flew to D.C. Go ahead and put up my screen. You'll notice none of them wore any masks Mass. on the plane. Yeah. Yeah, noticeably absent. <laughs> and now they're all getting COVID. Yeah, uh, so did they, they chartered they a flight, bad. right? I wonder who paid for yeah. it. Who paid for the chartered flight? We don't know. We yeah, don't so know, nobody we don't knows know. who paid They're for the charter flight, so it's a, a campaign contribution that they should be reporting on their deal. So I think we should just go ahead and do requests to get access to their campaign contributions and find out who the wonderful person was that did that. How much does that cost? How much is a chartered air? Uh, I've seen people a say lot of money, right? upward of upward of a hundred grand because it's a big. That's not like just like a little prop plane. That's yeah. Well, that's like sassy a sassy Texan jumper. says Soros paid for it. Yeah. Oh, Gammy says the taxpayers paid for it. You're probably right, Gammy. I think you're absolutely right. All right, let's get back on the election integrity stuff because I know there's lots more that we need to discuss. But yeah, we'll... so um, let me see if I can find it. This is uh, Voter GA has released that they found more evidence of other discrepancies from other counties. Let's go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer. Josh, um, and I'll go ahead and read this for everyone listening to the audio edition, which if you haven't already, make sure you sign up. And subscribe for the audio edition of the podcast as well. And by the way, GA, what what uh, system was used in Georgia? You say, you're getting sued, so you say it. Dominion voting systems. There you go. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. 
Voter GA announced today it has evidence election result discrepancies. Uh, it has evidence election result discrepancies in other Georgia counties may be worse than those it presented for Fulton County at a Voter GA press conference Tuesday. The revelation came as Voter GA formalized its call for a truly independent forensic audit of all county results for the November 3rd, 2020 and, and January 5th, 2021 election. Voter GA first announced support for a statewide audit at a July 5th Woodstock Festival and parade. On Tuesday, Voter GA explained how a review of newly released public documents led them to amend the Fulton complaint to add counts for these audit discrepancies, a 60% error rate in the 1,500-plus batch totals for the reported audit results. What I mentioned earlier, seven falsified tallies containing 850 votes for Joe Biden, but zero for Donald Trump and Joe Jorgensen, over 4,000 ballots that were duplicated in reporting of the audit results, three days of missing Dropbox chain of custody forms for over 5,000 ballots, missing tally sheets for over 50,000 ballots that were not uploaded until months after the audit results were initially published. According to Voter GA, a full statewide audit of November 2020 and January 2021 election results should validate voter eligibility. It must also include forensic authenticity, security assessments, and accuracy verification involving physical ballots, scanner tabulators, and election server images. Um, they want a truly independent team that has no relationship to any Georgia officials who conducted the elections. They flatly reject the suggestion by House Speaker David Ralston to engage the Georgia Bureau of Investigation <laughs> because you can't have them investigate themselves. So they said they found more evidence of other places. And you see that, we can this down, you see the news out of Maricopa County that 74,000 ballots were returned, yeah. but there's no record of them ever being sent out. 100%. No record of them ever being sent out. But, but Me, hey, listen, people voted. The, more, the more and more we get down this place, I'm going to ask everyone here to hit the share button. And by the way, this just came in. We know exactly um, what the DNC people flew on. This coming in from April, who's our citizen journalist. She said they flew on the Delta variant airlines. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, that was really good, April. That was awesome. And she's on the website. Uh, yeah. So thank you, April. That was good. Made me laugh. So, did you see this other news in Maricopa, though, that 74,000 yeah. ballots have no record of ever being sent out to a voter? Yeah. No record of ever being mailed, yeah. no record of ever being handed over, and yet they were yeah. returned and people voted with those ballots. Yeah. That is the most fundamental part of the chain of custody. Right. Whether or not the ballots were ever sent out. Because if, if people start voting by mail and they never received a ballot... That's a big deal. There's a coup on the American people. The only insurrection that happened happened on the left. It did not happen with anyone that was in the Trump campaign. We have a, we have a, a chiropractor father of, of two that is facing 20 years in prison for spending 10 minutes standing inside the Capitol. Yeah, people, I'm going to tell earlier. you what it needs to happen. I'm going to tell you what has to happen. We have 80 million people across the United States that we know voted for President Trump. We know that there's probably a bunch of soy boys that that uh, you know, voted for Biden, these communist socialists. Um, and the, it, we've got to do a couple of things, one of which is we have to stand up, we have to evict them. We have to evict these traitors to our nation because that's what they are. And then we have to get to the bottom of the safest election in US history because they can't bottle us up. You know what the sacrifice is? The sacrifice you need to make is standing up and evicted them, evicting them. And we're gonna do it on mass scale, mass scale. We're all gonna stand up at once, and it doesn't matter what social media does. You know what social media is doing? You know what this CNN's doing? You know what all of these people are doing? They're just pissing off Americans to the point where we've had enough. 
And no, we don't need F-15s and we don't need nuclear weapons. We don't need either one of those things. See, it's of the people, for the people, by the people. All of the traitors that are in the police force say, I'm just doing my job, they have a decision to make. All of the people in the military that are military leaders have a decision to make. The Pentagon has a decision to make. People in the legislative branch have a decision to make. I don't care. Well, they've said that they've already made the decision. Oh, no. You see what uh, what General Milley said? That they already made that decision. That they were they were convinced Trump was going to try and lead a coup. And that they they've are already the made the decision. This is the coup. They've already the left made the is decision. the coup, right? The left is the coup. Listen, what they did in, in Cuba is disgust. It's despicable. Despicable. BLM stands up and says, oh, listen, the, the, Cuba can, can become the, the poster child for what the rest of the world should look like. I know people that have been from Cuba where their family members have disappeared. They just disappear them. That's, that's communism. Other yeah. family members in Cuba get beaten, can't get food, have to wait in long lines just to get a couple gallons of gas. They are equally impoverished. But these people that are leaders for the Communist Party, they don't care because they've been promised their 73 virgins or the equivalent of that. That's what they're doing. They're selling out the people and saying, listen, you don't matter. I'm going to stand up here. I'm going to just spew all this rhetoric. They're going to reward me and the rest of you, because I'm a godless person anyway, can just rot in hell because that's what it'll turn into. The U.S. will turn into yeah. hell. It'll turn into the streets of Los Angeles. In the streets of Cuba. I, I, yeah. I posted this on our Facebook page over the weekend. Go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This is a banner from Cuba. Si no quedamos callados, nos matan. Si hablamos, nos matan. Entonces, hemos decidido hablar para no morir callados, SOS. Loosely translated, when Send we help. stay silent, we die. When we talk, we die. Therefore, we've decided that we're going to talk. Because no matter what, <laughs> we're just going to die. die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and save our soul. Um, so as not to die silent is the, the, the full transition. We'd rather die than die silent. Um, yeah, that, that, that's, that's – and you have MSNBC, you have CNN claiming that the only reason they're protesting is because they don't have enough vaccination sites in Cuba. Well, speaking of vaccination sites and what the radical left has done, we should probably report on a few things. One, all five of the presidents that opposed vaccines and would not let vaccines into their country were all assassinated over the last six months. True story. All five. The Haiti president, who was just murdered, assassinated, um, they caught those people. And guess where a large portion of those people were trained? Max, you want to say it? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't know we were going to go back. I thought we were going to keep talking about election front. Um, I mean, some of them are connected to the FBI. Some of them are connected to DEA. Yeah. Yeah. And they murdered a guy in cold blood who well, basically it's alleged. said you can It's alleged, but yeah. It's not alleged. It's not alleged. There's no alleged. Where's the alleged? Where, what evidence do you have from Haiti? I mean, they, they caught him. I guess we can just take their word for it. Uh, but Haiti's not the most uh, honest judicial system in the world. I mean, just like any other country. Um, I Guess don't know anything about it. I, I, know that they, Haiti on I know they arrested them. Guess what shipment came into Haiti on Friday? I don't know. What came into Haiti? Vaccines. Okay. Friday. Okay. Anyway, we're just seeing a massive amount of evil and corruption and fraud across our nation. Massive amounts of fraud. In every area, 
So why would we be surprised yeah. that the election was fixed? And why would we be surprised that we have rhetoric on TV? Why would we be surprised if we have censorship and basically, a, you know, let's get rid of the First Amendment. We're coming after the Second Amendment. And people, I'm going to tell you right now, be prepared. Be prepared for the sacrifice. These people need to get put on the street. And if you serve in the military, if you serve this country, you need to be prepared to stand up and say, no, I'm not taking that order. No, you can't pay me enough to go against my people. I was asked a couple of weeks ago, Joe, why do you call everybody brother? Well, it's very simple. What would you do for your brother? What would you do for your brother? What would you do for your sister, Max? Oh, anything. Anything. You'd take the ultimate sacrifice to save your sister. So when I call people brother, and some of the people have come out and see me, that I call them, you know, I don't say sister because it just sounds weird. But, I mean, I, I say brother because there's nothing I wouldn't do for a fellow American. All the sacrifices that I've done up to this point are not about me. And this story is not going to be told on the back of some leftist, left-wing, terroristic magazine. It's not going to be told there. And I already know that I'm going to continue to stand up. I'm going to continue to speak truth. And they could do whatever they want. Because in the end, God wins. We know how this ends. God wins. And Jesus walked up that hill. And I'm sorry, this isn't a sermon. But Jesus walked up that hill miles to his certain death. Could have turned around and basically annihilated everyone. But he said, you know, I'm willing to take this sacrifice. I'm willing to walk up this hill. I'm willing to take all of this pain in order to save us. And yet we talk about the fact that we lost our job. I lost my job. We talk about the job of persecution by evil people. How much evil would you have to have to flog and beat the Son of Man? I'm just curious. How much hate would have to be in your heart to do what they did to Jesus? I'm, I mean, I'm just curious. And then you look at what's happening on the left right now and the fact that we want to remain silent. They, they call us the silent majority and in this election, I'm going to tell you what has to happen. We have to become the loud majority. We have to become the boisterous majority. We have to become the voice that they cannot get out of their head, that they can't sleep. Like a man that sleeps next to you or a woman, because I've seen some do it, that snores so loudly you cannot get rest. There, there is a saying, no justice, no peace. I agree with that. No justice, no peace. And we don't have justice in our justice system anymore. We don't have it. We have a compromised absolutely corrupt system of government and we have to take it back okay. yeah so in georgia they've kind of gotten just to we're gonna, i'm gonna drag us back to the election fraud because this is a big deal in georgia there were freedom of information act requests put in for the so-called audit that was originally done after the election remember when raffensberger and and his ilk finally got convinced to audit the system to recount everything well, it turns out they only audited, audited a couple machines, didn't look at any ballots. But when they, when they put in the Freedom of Information Act for the different memos that are required for the different parts of the audit process, um, I believe this was Gateway Pundit. Go ahead, put up my screen. They noticed that one of the memos was created two, three days ago. Yeah. So a memo that should have existed last year or at the very least early this year unapologetically created three days ago uh, and just they, they just put the date on it this is supposed to be contemporaneous it's supposed to be during the audit and they just created it a couple of days ago yeah it was just it was just not there i mean <laughs> talking about the memo that's necessary to start the audit 
what they need, <laughs> what what they did, they never they never they just created it this week. So I mean, the guy got kind of just, I mean that that that's really basic stuff. If you if you're going to if you're going to forge a memo, you don't put the the current date on it. I mean that that's that's basic basic stuff. But so I mean, the they, reason, they, they don't the think they're going to prosecute. Yeah. So the reason, yeah, but they they think they can get away with it. But I'm going to say it again and again. This isn't a call to violence. This is a call for equilibrium. This is a call for consciousness. This is a call for accountability. At what point we live in a lawless society where they persecute one side to the betterment of another, when they literally unequally apply laws, that is a state of lawlessness. That means that they have no desire to follow the Constitution, no desire to follow the Bill of Rights, that they can take and do whatever they want, act with impunity. At that point, when they do that, and they stand together and they collaborate with each other on how to defraud the American people, we have no choice but to throw them out, and that is what the Constitution was written for. It was written for a time such as this. It was written for this, Max. It was written for when they write so many laws and take so much from us, and we get to the point where it breaks us and takes our children and then flaunts it in our face that they're going to take our children. What are we supposed to do? I'm telling you what we're supposed to do. I'm telling you right now what we're supposed to do. And by sitting in that room with 2,500 people and talking to those 2,500 people, Max, about election fraud, they all felt the same way. Many of them, by the way, walked up to me and said, I was a Democrat. I was a Democrat. I walked away. Joe, thank you. By the way, I have many people, by the way, Max walked up to me and said, I would watch you and Max every day. We listen to you on the podcast every day. And I was like, oh, thank you for that. And they go, and by the way, when I started listening to you, I hated you. My husband would listen to you and, you know, he was a Republican and I was a Democrat and I was a liberal and I was happy to be there. And she goes, but I I couldn't, I I kept going back and trying to research. And every time I went to research something that you said, it ended up being true. And then I go listen to CNN. I go back out in the real world and I get all the way down to the roots of it. And it turns out that they're just a bunch of frauds. That Antifa is exactly what they say they're fighting against. So it's, in, it's interesting that we, we face this, and I'm going to keep repeating myself over and over and over again. We know how the book is written. We know what they did. Yeah. But what are we going to do about it? Stop talking about it. Let's be about it. Let's set aside our petty differences. But let's not have France, the home of the not free, have two million people stand on the street because they want their freedom. And here we have freedom. We're the last free place on earth, and we just give it away because we're afraid to stand up, afraid to lose our job, afraid to lose our house, afraid to... Man, there are so many stories of people that have been blessed immensely because they stood up for what's right. And we're willing to take that ultimate sacrifice in order to protect that which is most dear to them, which is typically God, your family, and your community, your country. So the, the ultimate <sighs> question is, yeah. what happens to the people who stole the election? Because we know what the Democrats think should happen to us. Yeah. We know what the Democrats think should happen to Trump. Put up my screen, Mr. Producer. Latest from Maxine Waters. Not going to play the video because it's people hate it when I play her videos because she's very grating. She wants New New York and Georgia's attorney generals to go after Trump because quote we must not allow Trump to win. So, <laughs> I mean, this is the, this is the ultimate. I don't want to call it a sore winner, but it, it, it's the same kind yeah. of narrative. Look, they're miserable she's people protesting too much. They're, Methinks they're, they protest too much. You won the presidency. Why are you demanding that that your predecessor be prosecuted? 
That's not what winners do. In fact, I mean, we criticized Trump for it at the time. He he said, "Oh no, we're not going to go after Hillary Clinton. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna basically have an olive branch to the left. We're not going to go after her. We're going to just move forward. They, they, no olive branch with the left, none whatsoever. So what do we do? Who, who gets prosecuted? Let's go state by state. Who gets prosecuted, and what should they be prosecuted for in Georgia? What should Raffensperger be prosecuted for? Treason. The fact that he presided. What? Explain. We can't do treason. Treason is not. It sounds so good, though. I know, I know, <laughs> but you can't. You can't just be. Treason. Uh, tell me, what people. Do does pro- it not sound good that he be arrested for treason? Right. What do you do to the man who went out of his way claiming that the election was not? It was completely fair. What do you do to the man who leaked uh, private? privileged phone records yeah. that he had with Trump's legal team. What do you do to the man who presided over the audit and signed off on the audit that we now know was equally cooked, was just as cooked as the original vote count? What, what happens to him? What should happen to him? I think he should get the maximum sentence possible. I think that the, as they're doing in Arizona, they're going to revote. And the more information that comes out, they're going to have another election. And that election is going to be on the presidential election all the way down ballot. They're going to do it. I promise you they're going to do it. And now you have all these other states. I think that if it's not treason, what is it, Max? I don't know. Fraud? Right? From a position of trust? Yeah. Election fraud? Yeah. I mean, what, what is the ultimate thing that should happen to someone that commits treason against the American people, that actually has a coup against the American people? And how is what the radical left and these evil Satanists done not against everything that our country stands for? How? So you, you ask me, I just told you, treason. And you're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It is we, treason. It's, it's, it, unless you can prove that he conspired with a foreign power, it's not treason. All right. You might be able to say it's treasonous, like it's anti-American, it's traitorous. You can say you use things like that, but definitionally it can't be treason unless you can prove it. Um, but you can't. You know what? It took us this long to just uncover this amount. It took us this long. And by the way, let's just go back in history. Safest election election in U.S. history. Chris Krebs. By the way, Chris Krebs had Eric Coomer speak at a conference. Eric Coomer was literally speaking all over the country. Hacker one over here, over there, everywhere in front of legislative groups. He was selling the thing. He was a public figure in a company that represents public interest. Yet he, he can't, and, and he's not biased. He puts up stuff where he wants to kill cops. Not biased, not biased at all. And here we go. Everything that we said was true. Everything from day one on November 3rd, people are like, hmm, that's not right. November 8th, let's look into the machines. November 15th, oh my gosh, look at what's happening. November 20th, oh my gosh, look, this is fraud over here. This is fraud over here. There was never a pipe that burst down in Georgia. They were putting the votes through the machine. We got access to ballots being delivered at 3 o'clock in the morning. People sent home. I mean, you go down the line, ballots that are going through the system. The system is safe. It's a great system. It's a great system. It's a, the best system. It's the big least. I mean, it's, it's, it sounds almost impossible that the American people would stand for this, that we would allow these clowns to do what they've done. Then they censor us at every turn. 
and say there's no election fraud. It was the safest election in U.S. history. We have lead stories that tells us so, even though their entire job, what they did for a living, was cover entertainment in Hollywood. Hollywood, yeah. by the way, that looks like the, the, the dreads of our society live in Hollywood now. It's crazy. The fag end. The fag end. Look, we are going to have to just come to grips with the fact that we are living in a fascist coup of the American people. These are Nazis. These are national socialists. You want to know what Nazi means? It means national socialist. It actually means socialist. They're not actual Nazis. I mean, there's a difference between socialism and national socialism. You, you want I'm to just saying, it's, no, I'm not, not defending them. Well, what right? did the I'm Nazis saying, do to the people in Germany? First, they silenced them. That doesn't them. make them national socialists. First, they silenced them. Then they separated they, them. Then they had their, their, their families sure. tell on them. Then they loaded them up. And what did the CDC want to do? They want to set up camps, COVID yeah, camps. I mean, they, 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 they did that in, in communist Russia, too. Right? It's not unique to national socialism. I just, just, you, you can say that uh, they're not literal Nazis. I mean, they're not, they're not actual national socialists. I mean, okay. there are very few in the United States. They're skinheads and they're horrible, horrible people. Yeah. Um, Do you know who was a skinhead? I'm not getting sued by him. So you go ahead and say it. Eric Coomer. There you go. He was a skinhead. Traced it all the way back. I don't know how they run away from this. The only way they run away from this is to have an activist judge that does the bidding of, of Jared Polis, who, was a, who on March 23rd was given the reins and said, look, I'm going to nominate her for this position on the bench. We're going to move stuff around, take out a 20-year judge. We're going to, and within four days, getting on there, do a sua sponte act of, hey, Plaintiff, do you want to take another bite at the, what the 20-year judge has been sitting on the bench for 20 years said about the fact that you can't get access to discovery? Ah, just go ahead and do that. Never, just volunteered it. They, they want to act as if you can't see it. You can see it. They do it right in your face. You can tell me they're not Nazis. They're worse than Nazis. They're worse. They're worse than Nazis. Because not only are people dying, but people are being persecuted and they're destroying everyone's sacrifice. Everything that happened before this, they are destroying it. We've been a free nation for hundreds of years, and look what they're doing, Max. Look what they're doing. They're, they're, they're destroying small to medium businesses. They're destroying our community. They're dividing us based on color. They're calling everything and everyone racist who does not agree with them. The dog whistle is big, and they are taking the dumbest among us, and they are turning them into rabid dogs, to hyenas. So the only way to get away from all of that, frankly, the only way to get away from that is to build prides of lions. We are the lions. And then we just tear the hyenas to, to pieces. Not literally. <laughs> Figuratively. You, you can't yeah, Figuratively the devour them. Look, we, we don't stand together enough. Yeah. Amy Moore says, Joe Altman, you have access to a lot of people. Call us up and set a time and place. People will show up. We need a leader. I am a leader, but I am not the only leader. So what I have done is I have started to connect with other people that I can bring in and say, listen, all right, they just said that 12 people have 59 million followers. You know what I was thinking? I was like, man, I'm going to call Bobby. 
<laughs> I'm going to call Kevin Jenkins. I'm going to call Dr. Tenpenny. I'm going to call these people and say, listen, we, we have a united front right here. This is what we're dealing with. You have 59 million people that are following you. And frankly, I have lots of other people, probably three, 400 million people. It's probably a, you know overlap of quite a bit of those three to 400 million people if you talk about all the other influencers that are out there. But enough is enough. Yeah, Chris, that was my Trump voice. I was being funny. It wasn't that funny, but it was funny to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so I thought maybe, Sam. Max, we could take a little bit of time and also uh, um, play the 15 minutes that I was on. If people want it, if they want it, great. But the 15 minutes that I was on the stage at the, the Health and Freedom Conference. The, by the way, the, the um, code to get 10% off um, in uh, the, the remaining three locations. And I will offer this up to you. We're going to offer it up to the FEC um, people as well. Um, but the, to get that is uh, FEC. If you put FEC in as the code, if you go to Thrive Time Show and you put in FEC, um, you will literally get 10% off to attend the conference that they have in the Springs in San Antonio and or Grand Rapids. So, and I will be at all of those. I might not be at the Colorado right. one. I, I'll be all at right, the Colorado yeah, so one. But. We have about 15 minutes left. So if you, if you want to play that to round out the episode, we can play it. Have you sent it over to Josh yet? Yeah, Josh, you got it? Did you email it to me? Did you slack it to me? Because I don't oh, see I, anything from I it. Just, I just slacked it to you. Did you not get it? No, sir. All right, give me one second, and I will pull it up here. Keep talking, Max. Um, sure. Um, so this will round out the episode. Um, so, uh, while we're getting that ready, make sure everyone, if you haven't already, you subscribe to the audio edition of our podcast. Links are all in the description. Um, very, very important. That's how we prove our numbers to advertisers. Um, so even if you watch this live, please do also subscribe to the audio version set up for auto download and, uh, and help us out with that because they don't care about Facebook views, D live views, any of that. Um, they care about audio, audio downloads. So you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or Podbean, all places that you can get audio podcasts. Um, yeah, just check out all the links in the description, um, links to donate to us. Uh, if you haven't already, join our email newsletter, the, the link for that in the description, um, so you can participate in our Fax Blast. We're going to have one coming out today about election fraud. That'll be coming out right after the podcast, so make sure you sign up for that if you haven't already. Mr. Producer Josh, do we have that all set to go? He's almost there. I got to cue this one second. All right, so it's at 5.01. Yeah. Oh, we're doing Okay. We're, well, you we can't watch it. It's nine hours long. But I, yeah. will put the links, I will put the links up there for you so you can get to it um, for day two and day one. The Reawaken America Tour. Clay Clark is probably, again, I want to say if you go uh, through it and listen to Clay Clark, I think it's in the seventh. I'll give you the timing on that as well. Um, what an amazing, amazing man. What amazing man of faith. What amazing man that has stood up putting these conferences together. It takes an immense amount of work. Uh, so shout out to Clay Clark. He actually also has a podcast. So um, I'm going to, uh, you know, give a shout out to him. He's a, he's a, yeah, if you get a chance to listen to his podcast, it's, it's amazing as well. Are we ready to go? five hour yeah i know this thing is just minute. it's a huge file i'm trying to get it in a place where you start so i've got it close i think we can start here with you because i see you right, well just go to 501 five hour fifth hour one minute 
I know that, Joe, but inside of the browser, inside of this previous screen, oh, it's hard right. to drag that thing up to it. Cause well, just get a little bit before I've it. got you there. Just I've get got it where you have Clay Clark that's introducing me, and that's fine. All right, I think I'm in there. Ready for this, gentlemen? Here we go. All right. Search because I've learned to do my due diligence. Because I already know what they're going to accuse me of. Two minutes of. So we have an all truth, truth that's being spoken. All these wonderful... You know, so I came out that Monday and I took the assembling together of the brethren. <laughs> so and those two things right there should should have every pastor not All closed right, you gotta down. Watch a little bit of the past. Don't He's forsake the assembling really together of the brethren. Lay hands on the sick and people will be healed. This is what we have to understand is that the word of oh, God is true. It's yes. A little bit more. Truth that's being spoken. All these wonderful people that have put this together. He's going to say a prayer so you can oh, leave it on. I couldn't do that. Go back. So Just in go March back of to last where year, when they shut prayers, everything fine. down, took the Constitution. The assembling no, together no. of the brethren. So and those two things right there this is painful, should, should Joe. have just, every pastor not closed one, down. Just a little bit. Yeah, don't forsake the assembling together of the brethren. Lay hands on the sick and people will be healed. Grab a little thing in my cap. This is what we have to understand is that the word of God is true. Sorry, Max. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We don't need to try to be relevant. Listen, I came from research because I've learned to do go. my due Leave diligence. Leave it there. Leave it there. Because I already know what they're going to accuse me of. He's going to say it all laid out. just relax You know what? They don't even want to look at it. It's a great prayer. This is a battle between light versus darkness. Don't get it mistaken. That's the battle that we're in. People try to say, oh, Democrat versus Republican. No, that's not what it is anymore. This is a spiritual battle for the heart and the soul of this nation, okay? And, it, and God is calling. Listen, there's no mistake that you are alive today. God chose you to be part of this generation. He called you by name. It's not a mistake. I don't want you to go out there. When you leave here today, I want you to go out and be a fire starter, Okay? Yes. Go out there. Listen, this truth that's being spoken, all these wonderful people that have put this together, okay, these people have all risked a lot. You've heard their stories. You've heard their testimonies. Many of you have risked a lot to be here. And it is amazing to be among, I call y'all the remnant, right? People that are willing to stand. Hallelujah. And my friend, Pastor Mario Murillo, said something to me the other day, and he's right. He said, you know, I don't know if we can call this the remnant anymore because it's an army. And it's getting bigger. Come on. Who's amped up about it? We're going to go out there and we're going to win. And you know why we're going to win? Because you are a winner. So before I go, can we stand up right now? We're going to decree and declare over this nation life. God is not done with America. He's not done with California. Hallelujah. Agree with me in prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ and by the power of your Holy Spirit, we thank you that our forefathers made a covenant for this nation, Lord God. And we are at an important crossroads right now. But I, re I just pray that we return back to our first love, Jesus Christ. I pray that each and every person in this room and that's listening online is empowered, is strengthened in their faith, Lord God. And that we go out here, Lord, you're doing something new, something fresh in our nation. We can't go back to business as usual, Lord. So I pray that the pastors and the, and the people of God, every person of God, would rise up in boldness and know that they are on the winning team, Lord God. And we declare and decree that this nation will have a powerful move of your spirit, that you're not done, that you're just beginning, and that the best is yet to come. Hallelujah. Bless you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, one more time, let's for Pastor Todd Coconato. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, 
Uh, attention, anybody with a massive beard with a little binder at the bottom of the beard, anybody who uh, can bench over 400 pounds, um, you're going to need to uh, go to the outside tent area <laughs> after you finish uh, meeting with the Patriots inside the, the church here because everybody wants to see you outside. So, Ian, everybody wants to see you outside too, okay? And if it's okay, everybody is in support of you. Everybody's praying for you. Everybody. So the folks outside said, can he come outside? I said, absolutely. So they're all going to come out there and support you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this next uh, speaker, this next presenter, he's a, he's a very successful entrepreneur with hundreds of employees, and he felt like God called him to put 100% of Bad his focus on exposing election fraud. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand to your feet and greet entrepreneur and patriot Joe Altman. So, so my name is Joe Oltman. Um, I'm an introvert, not an extrovert, which means I don't like people. I always say that just because you'll know that if you're, an, if you're an introvert, you know what I'm talking about. So I'm an unlikely victim of this movement. <laughs> I didn't want this. I didn't ask for it. I was a CEO of a tech company. I was a two-time Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year nominee. I was a finalist in 2020. They told me, if you walk away from politics, you will win. If anybody knows about the tech world, I built my company on a cocktail napkin over nine years. We represent some of the biggest clients across the country. And I said, I can't do that. If I'm being truthful, I could have walked away and gone and drank a Mai Tai on a beach and just lived out the rest of my life but I couldn't do that. So in March of last year, when they shut everything down, took the Constitution, balled it up in a ball, and I watched as businesses burned, I watched as friends of mine died, I made a decision that I had to stand up. I had to stand up to Antifa and BLM and the rest of these leftist terrorists. One thing you should know about me, I'm from the south side of heaven. I will pray for you after I get done throwing you on your neck. I have given all of my life helping those in need. I have given to inner city for education. I'm a founder on a group that gives away scholarships for inner city youth and those that are economically disadvantaged. I sat on left-leaning boards so that I could become that person that followed Jesus that could become an example for them. I happened to get on a phone call with a guy named Eric Coomer back in September of last year. And he said, hey, don't worry about it. Trump's not gonna win. I made sure of that. I'm in the church of the Lord, so I'm not gonna tell you what he said. But I am gonna tell you that I didn't know what I, I knew at that point. I didn't know. I didn't know. I wrote it down. I thought these guys are nuts. And then I moved on. And it wasn't until three days after the election. You know what happened on the election night. It wasn't until three days afterwards that I figured out that as somebody sent me an article, when his name was in there and he was the spokesperson for Dominion Voting Systems, what I was really looking at. I did my research. I do believe things are providential. I do believe that I didn't have to get involved. But for such a time as this, we all should be getting involved. You know, 
so I came out that Monday and I, t- I went to my wife and I told her, I was like, look, our life will never be the same. I was right. I've had personal security detail for the last eight and a half months. I've had no privacy. They sent powder in the mail to my home. I had hazmat, the FBI, the police at my home. While my daughter and my wife sat in the car with me, they had to go through my home to make sure I was safe. They've had people come to my house with guns. I've had people terrorize my daughter, terrorize my son, terrorize my wife. I finally decided I would just invite them to my home. No, I really did. I said, hey, if you want some, come to me. Because there's only so much of that terror you can take before you finally take a stand and say, I've had enough. So I did. It's been the most horrifying eight and a half months of my life, the hardest eight and a half months of my life, mostly because I don't live my life in fear. Then I got sued by Eric Coomer. I found myself in the middle of a fight that was unfairly balanced. I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. I've lost millions of dollars. I've been demonized by the left. They've written really nice things about me in the media. I kind of enjoy fiction, so it's been fun to read. (laughs) I went to court. We had a 20-year judge that ruled you can't have discovery. And then, well, that was great. Then Governor Polis of Colorado decided, I'm going to get involved in this. I'm going to to nominate this this family court lawyer to the bench, replace the 20-year judge, and then what's called a sua sponte ruling, where she basically volunteers to the plaintiff to say, I'm going to give you another bite at the apple. That 20-year judge has sat on the bench. I'm going to overrule it. I'm going to give you a chance to write a motion. And before the ink was dry, she overruled it. And then she said, I want you to tell me who the Antifa person was that gave you access to that call. You have to demask him. I will never, ever, ever betray the trust for someone that doesn't have the means so that they can do what? Torture and kill him? So they can show up at his home with a gun? So they can, if they don't kill him, ostracize him for the rest of his life and cause him to take his own life? See, the radical left only knows one thing, that is pain. They only know evil. I often say that the things that we face today, the open borders, critical race theory, gender fluidity, they are recruiting your kids, they are grooming your children. And the reason why we got to the place we are right now, I'm gonna indict you for a minute. It's because of us. We let it happen. But all of the things that they're doing is to break down the constructs of your family, of your home, of our society, of everything that means anything to any of us. But we let it happen. There's two things that I learned through this fight. One, there is no sacrifice that lives up to the sacrifice of Jesus which means you have an obligation to stand up. You have an obligation to use your voice. You have an obligation to do what is right, no matter what the sacrifice. See, when he was walking up the hill to his death to be put on the cross, what did he do? He could have turned around and wiped it all out. He was hated, but he didn't. He died for you, yet we've let God, we've let Jesus be stripped from our society, stripped from our communities, 
We've lived our life in fear, even though the Bible says 365 times, fear not. In Galatians 4.16, it says, have I become the enemy because I tell you the truth? The things that I face, I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim. But we are all victims of our inability to have faith and to act in that faith. I think it's great that we pray. I think it's great that we stand up. But when we set a limit for the sacrifice that we should have collectively to save our nation, we do ourselves a great injustice. We don't stand for the sacrifice that has happened before us for hundreds of years. I'm not gonna tell you that the next three years, five years, it's gonna be easy. I am gonna tell you that it is gonna be worth it. It's not enough to sit here and tell you that I'm in this fight, I feel alone. It's not enough for me to sit here and tell you that it's been immensely painful. But it is something I do wanna tell you that is if you stand alone, if you can't stand to the guy to the left and the right, if you think I'm more Christian, I'm more conservative, I have bigger feet. <laughs> If we don't start setting aside our petty differences, forgiving each other, and making the ultimate sacrifice to stand up together, we will fall. We have an obligation to our children, to our children's children, and to generations that you'll never know. The legacy that we live, who we are as people, is not something I wanna look back on and say, I wish I could've, I wish I would've. I don't wanna be asking Jesus for forgiveness, for not doing enough to save our nation. And what you don't understand is if this nation falls, if the United States falls, hundreds of millions of people around the globe will die. They won't just have a tough life, they will fall into despair. They will lose everything that gives them hope because we are the only, the last free place on earth. It's not over. Sorry, buddy. I thought you walked off. I stood up because you're worth it. And I will continue to stand up. I will continue to do what is right. I will continue to make those hard sacrifices. I will continue to fight with every breath that I have. Pray for me. But don't just pray for me. Action. We can't walk to the edge and say, look, I don't know if I take a right or a left or I jump off. We all have to be willing to jump off. We all have to be willing to make that sacrifice. They had a long time to get us to this place. Now it's our turn to turn back the clock and to do what's right to preserve what is most sacred to us as Americans. We're at a critical time, but we're not past the point where we can save our nation. So I just want, I just want you to do one thing for me, just one thing. Say these words with me, I will fight.
All right, God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. Thank you. Max, you're... Yeah, it, was a, it was a good speech. Sorry, yeah. I just didn't want to cough during it. It was a good speech. <clears throat> yeah. You know, it... Uh, there's so much stuff I wanted to say. I only had 14 minutes. <laughs> You'll notice that I forgot to do two things. I forgot to say plug FEC United and the, the great organization we've built and we're continuing to build across the country. And I forgot to talk about Conservative Daily Podcast. <laughs> uh, so those are the two things that, that uh, I forgot to do when I was on the stage. Um, and they reminded me of that when I got off the stage. And I'm like, Joe, you should have talked about <laughs> Conservative Daily and FEC United. And uh, so I'm, I'll say it now. Go to FEC United, become a member. It's uh, $60 a year. And, uh, you know, obviously we want you to share this podcast everywhere for Conservative Daily. Um, and we've got a bunch of new stuff that's coming out with Conservative Daily. We finally got a bunch of things switched over. Um, and then when we finally do get the SEC approval for this new uh, tech company, uh, Votum Technology, um, hopefully you get an opportunity to be a part of that as well. Fun stuff. It was a great Fun experience. Fun stuff. Good. Well, I, I think we're, we're right up against that second hour uh, mark. So I, I guess uh, we, we just cut it right there. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. Um, everyone check all the links in the description. I kind of mentioned this before. I didn't know if we were going to be coming back after that video. Um, but make sure you check out all the links. Subscribe to the audio edition of the podcast. All of that. If you want to donate to Conservative Daily, that link is in there, or you can participate in our Facts Blast as well. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. My name is Joe Oltman. Remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country isn't over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. <laughs>